This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, February 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Conaway eyes budget deal. Purdue warns on China. FSMA transfer? Pushback on WOTUS delay. Conaway eyes farm bill markup as Senate finishes budget deal. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway is looking ahead to starting the farm bill with two big issues behind him. That assuming the Senate can pass a short-term funding bill this week with provisions attached for cotton and dairy producers. Conaway told AgriPulse yesterday that he doesn't expect to reopen either the cotton or dairy provisions that he expects to be in the spending package. Those provisions would include Senate reforms to the Margin Protection Program for dairy producers. Conaway said we would think real hard before we made any substantive changes to that. The package is also expected to lift a cap on crop insurance products for livestock and make seed cotton eligible for the price-loss coverage program. The Senate expected to release the package today and add it to a continuing resolution that passed the House yesterday. Conaway reiterated that he hopes to get the farm bill through the House before the Easter recess. Purdue. U.S. needs to be ready for Chinese trade retaliation. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue says the Trump administration needs to prepare for Chinese retaliation over U.S. tariffs on aluminum, solar cells, and washing machines from China. China's announcement Sunday that it's beginning anti-dumping and countervailing duty investigations into the U.S. sorghum export shows how fragile and sensitive the ag economy and commodity prices are now to trade disruptions, and we need to be careful as we take actions there. Purdue speaking yesterday before the House Agriculture Committee. He said agriculture is usually the tip of the spear of retaliatory measures. Purdue wants Produce Safety Authority. Purdue urged the House Committee to use the Farm Bill to shift to USDA some of the FDA's authority over produce safety. The Agriculture Committee, however, doesn't have jurisdiction over FDA or the Food Safety Modernization Act, which required FDA to develop safety standards for growing and handling fresh produce. Conaway told AgriPulse he would look into the issue. He said it makes a lot of sense to have a regulator know something about what they're trying to regulate. FDA and FSMA are under the jurisdiction of the House Energy and Commerce Committee of the House and the Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee in the Senate. Purdue expects Congress to reject some budget proposals. Purdue says he's had an impact on some aspects of President Trump's fiscal 19 budget, which is due out next week. But Purdue suggests that some of the proposals in the budget will run into opposition on Capitol Hill. Last year's budget proposed to slash spending on a range of farm bill programs, including crop insurance. He said there are going to be some differences with last year's budget. Purdue spoke to reporters yesterday. He offered no details on what those differences would be. He said that while he would support the budget, I think Congress will have some ideas of their own. Now, for more on Purdue's testimony yesterday, plus a look at potential trade problems with China, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes this morning. State challenges WOTUS delay. Ten states and the District of Columbia are suing the Trump administration for delaying the effective date of the Obama-era Waters of the U.S. rule. The lawsuit claims the EPA and Army Corps of Engineers 
carried out the delay without providing adequate public notice and developing a record to support the action. New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman is leading the coalition of states, which includes California, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Oregon. The two-year delay is intended to give the administration time to write a replacement rule. States have steadily eased SNAP rules. A new USDA study shows how extensively states have eased restrictions on participation in SNAP since Congress overhauled the program two decades ago. USDA economists created an index that tracks how all 50 states and the District of Columbia have changed various rules since 1996. Every state has liberalized their rules, but some have done more than others. California and New York have made relatively large changes, according to the index, while Alaska and Wyoming have made the smallest shifts. California actually had one of the toughest policies after the state implemented a fingerprinting requirement at the end of 2000. But California later increased outreach efforts and adopted eligibility policies that actually encouraged enrollment. House votes to roll back menu rules. The House has once again voted to loosen the menu labeling requirements, which are set to take effect in May. The House yesterday approved, by a margin of 266 to 157, a bill called the Common Sense Nutrition Disclosure Act. The bill didn't get a vote in the Senate after first passing of the House in 2016, and the latest version is likely to face stiff Democratic opposition in the Senate as well. The bill would, among other things, give restaurants more leeway on serving sizes and allow pizza chains to provide calorie information primarily through the Internet rather than on store menu boards. Grassley Memo, RFS not to blame for refinery bankruptcy. Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley is fighting back against a Pennsylvania oil refiner that has been blaming its bankruptcy filing on the renewable fuel standard. Philadelphia Energy Solutions, the largest oil refinery in the eastern seaboard, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy last month. The company cited in part the cost of buying biofuel credits or renewable identification numbers to comply with the RFS. An internal memorandum prepared by Grassley's office said the company's problems were really due to managerial stubbornness and changes in the marketplace. Among other things, the memo says PES attempted to short the RENS market and failed to invest in blending infrastructure. The Fueling America Jobs Coalition, a group at critical of the RFS, pushed back against the Grassley memo, saying the best judge of the primary drivers behind PES difficulties remains PES itself. Well, here's today's He Said It. The state of the rural economy is fragile. That Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue before the House Agriculture Committee yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, February 7th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.